Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We've been teaching on biblical rank and biblical headship, and now I want to take this a little further, and I will title this, Family Vision, Can You See It? Out of the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verses 14 through 15, it says, And if you're willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Well, John the Baptist was the Elijah who is to come. And as we'll learn here, he prophesied a very important message concerning the end times and family. And we need to have willing ears to hear. Let's review our biblical rank and headship. Of course, in heaven, we have the highest anointing and calling being God, the creator. Then we have Jesus, his son, who's the king of kings, the high priest and righteous judge. And he says he says and does nothing other than what his father tells him to say and do. And then there's the Holy Spirit, and it says that he takes what's been given by Jesus and shares it with us. And then on earth, there's the husband or the man, then the wife or the woman, and together they're the parents, or we could call them the procreators, the father and mother, and finally the children, who are the sons and the daughters. Let's look at each one of their domestical duties. Well, God the Creator, he is the father, the father of all. He's the heavenly father. Jesus, who's the son, the king of kings, the high priest, the righteous judge. Well, he's the husband. He's the love. He's the giver of himself and provider. And then the Holy Spirit. He's called the helper, the one called alongside, the comforter, the communicator. And on earth, the husband or the man, he's also the love, the giver of himself, the provider. He's to love his wife as he loves himself. And he's to give himself to her. And the wife, or the woman, is known as the helper. She's also called alongside. She's a comforter and a communicator, much like the Holy Spirit. And together, they're the parents and the procreators, the father and the mother. And their domestic duty is the training and nurturing and admonition of the Lord to the children. And then, of course, the domestical duty of the children, being the sons and daughters, is obedience and honor to their parents. This brings us back to what we were teaching on biblical rank and biblical headship was out of Ephesians chapter 5, verse 21, which says, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Well, the vision, family vision, can you see it? Abraham had the vision so much, he became the father of many nations. How? It says it very clear in Genesis chapter 18, verse 19. It all began with his household. 
This is the King James Version of Genesis 18, 19. For I know him that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he hath spoken of him. There's been a lot of teaching and books written about men being the king and priest of their home. However, I believe there's a higher calling than king and priest. It's the father. Even the king of kings is subject to his father. I like how it says it in the book of Proverbs, being the book of wisdom, in chapter 1, verses 7 through 9. It says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Then verse 8 says, My son, hear the instruction of your father, and do not forsake the law of your mother, for they will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. Well, the great promise for children is predicated upon the fact that the father and mother are fulfilling their domestical duty of instructing, nurturing, and admonishing them in the way of the Lord. Deuteronomy 11, verses 19 through 21 says, You shall teach them to your children, speaking of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. And you shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates, that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them, like the days of the heavens above the earth. Notice it says that they may be multiplied in the land and it be like heaven on earth. Well, there are only two who are instructed and commanded and anointed for this task. He says, my son, hear the instruction of your father. Do not forsake the law of your mother. You see, this job simply cannot be delegated to institutions such as the church or the government to fulfill. In all the scriptures that speak of this truth, the father is always in the first place with the first responsibility. Why? Because the father is the highest calling and anointed position in heaven and on earth. Genesis eighteen nineteen again, in the King James Version, For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he hath spoken of him. Well, what is a father and mother to do? Deuteronomy chapter 4, verses 7 through 10. Only take heed to yourself, and diligently keep yourself, lest you forget the things your eyes have seen, and lest they depart from your heart all the days of your life, and teach them to your children and your grandchildren, especially concerning the day you stood before the Lord your God in Horeb, when the Lord said to me, Gather the people to me, and I will let them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth, and that they may teach their children. What is this saying? It's saying, parents, gather your family. Let me read you what I call the Jim Langlois version of Deuteronomy 4.10. Parents, gather your children to me, and I will let them hear my words, that they may learn to fear me all the days they live on the earth, and that they may teach their children. Well, how do we do that? Let me give you six simple points on how to do this in your family. It's what I call family vision. 
Can you see it? You may want to write this down. It's very simple and not complicated. We've talked about it before, and we'll talk about it again. Are you ready? Number one, open the Bible. Number two, read it to the family. Number three, discuss it for how it should change your thinking and living. Number four, pray for one another, the saints and the lost. Number five, do it at the beginning and the end of the day. And number six, now you're trained, go do it. Where did I learn this? I learned this from a man named Scott Brown, who has a ministry called the National Center for Family Integrated Churches. And you can go there at ncfic.org and learn more. Six points. I'll read it again. One, open the Bible. Two, read it to the family. Three, discuss it for how it should change your thinking and living. Four, pray for one another, the saints and the lost. Five, do it at the beginning and end of the day. Six, now you're trained, go do it. I call it the family Bible revolution. Family vision, can you see it? Do you think it would make a difference in your family? I do. I think it would make a huge difference worldwide. It certainly did with Abraham. He became the father of many nations. Let's go back to the prophecy about the Elijah who is to come. Matthew eleven fourteen through 15. And if you're willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Well, what is the spirit and power of Elijah? Luke chapter 1, verses 16 through 17 says, And he will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord their God. He will also go before him in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Four things we see here. He will turn many of the children of Israel to the Lord. Second, he will turn the hearts of fathers to their children. Third, he will turn the disobedient to the wisdom of the just. And fourth, he will make ready a people prepared for the Lord. Well, focusing in on point two, it's a spirit of revival and a move of God turning the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to their fathers. With this move of the spirit, fathers and mothers must be included too, will prioritize their life towards their children. The preaching of the gospel will bring many to accept God as their heavenly father and be born again. And when we add Luke chapter 3, verse 3, we learn it's a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Let me read that to you. Luke chapter 3, verse 3. And he went to all the region around the Jordan, preaching a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. So how do we begin to follow our repentance with faith? We return our hearts to our children and have the children turn their hearts to their fathers. How can we do what Abraham did in his household? It's very simple. How do we fathers and mothers fulfill our biblical role at home? It's very simple. Six easy points. One, open the Bible. Two, read it to your family. Three, discuss it for how it should change your thinking and living. Four, pray for one another, the saints and the lost. Five, do it at the beginning and the end of the day. Six, now you're trained, go do it. Where do we learn this? Deuteronomy chapter 11, verses 18 through 19. Therefore, you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul and bind them as a sign on your hand. And they shall be as frontlets between your eyes and you shall teach them to your children, speaking of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, 
when you lie down, and when you rise up. Family vision, can you see it? I can. Someone might say, I've never done that. Is it too late to start? Well, if you're listening to this message, obviously God's given you a second chance. Let's all hear what God has to say. Remember, if we have ears to hear, let us hear. He's obviously speaking to us and saying, repent, and let's do it right. Let's train up and admonish our children and our households in the way of the Lord. Our text scripture again, Matthew chapter 11, verses 14 through 15. And if you're willing to receive it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. It's what I call the family Bible revolution. It's family worship. It's bringing the word of God home and lighting the lamp that all may see. John the Baptist is the herald of our return to Christ and Christ's return to us. If we're willing to listen and respond to his message accordingly, then we will not miss this great end-time outpouring of God's Spirit. Well, we're completely out of time. It's time to go, so we'll continue on this subject tomorrow. Tune in same time, same channel. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's the Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.